righty, everybody. Good evening, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Week three of the NFL season began last night with the Panthers taking on the Houston Texans and uh, getting it done. 3-0 for the Panthers. Uh, we got a big weekend of Ryder Cup golf, Wiz. The U.S. is off to a great start. Uh, but we're here to talk about football, exciting stuff, a great fall weekend ahead, beautiful weather. Wiz, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, did you happen? I know you taped it. I'm just, I, I'm just bringing this home because I just can't get this out of my mind. Did you happen to watch the uh, Mets thing about a time in Queens about the '86 World Series? It was a four-parter, or you haven't got a chance to watch I, it? I have not watched it yet. All four parts are, are sitting on my DVR, just waiting to be uh, u- utilized on a rainy day. Was so. I just want to just tell one thing about it. It's not going to ruin it for you, but it, it just—I don't know. When I watch it. You know, I know it was like in 96, 30, you know, over 35 years ago, believe it or not. But when the Mets clinched their division, uh, it was a home game. And Keith Hernandez had a, like had a fever, so he didn't start. Nagy didn't start. He had a big hit. And he played the last inning on defense. The last out of the game was a ground ball to Wally Backman. So the fans stormed the field. That's one thing I'm sure you remember. I was but at I was Wiz. Just, I was at the ball game. Okay, you were at the game. I didn't. I I remember you telling me that once, but I I, I didn't remember now. But when you watch it, they have a great overhead view. Not only did the fans storm the field, but there was a fan who had gotten so on the field. Believe it or not, and I. Swear to you, this is true, and, and whoever watches this can verify this, and you can verify yourself. When Backman makes that throw to Keith Hernandez on that four-three putout, there is a fan standing in fair territory. He's almost standing between Backman and Hernandez. I just looked at this in stunned disbelief. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, like. What was going on there with protecting the players that they let the fans not only storm, but actually one guy got in fair territory and was like in between Backman and Hernandez on that last throw. It was just, just I, I got you know just such amusement out of watching that. I think what that led to was, by the way, because that game was against Chicago Chicago Cubs, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yep. yeah, there was the ho- yeah the, the ho- horses the World Series. The horses came Co- out correct. of the World Series games, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's what yeah led to. But it was an actually like, what did they? Yeah, they tried to get Keith Hernandez's glove. You know, oh yeah, it was Keith not. There was pandemonium. I mean, you got to remember at that point in time, Wiz. Right, the Mets had been in the series in '73, one in '69. This was an amazing team with a cast of characters, but the success level for the Mets was just at zero. And uh, the excitement in this city when the, when the Mets were doing what they were doing uh, during that magical season. Uh, you know, I guess uh, the giddiness with excitement, people just uh, couldn't handle it and just went absolutely bananas. Speaking of giddiness with excitement, that's what these people want. They want and they're ready for the picks. So uh, I know they love that when we get right to it. So uh, let's get right to it. Uh, sides and totals and player props. We could start with the sides and totals. Uh, how many sides and totals on the games on Sunday do you have a view on? I have two games. Two, okay. Uh, so I have four, so go ahead with your two and uh, tell us who they are and if you have uh, a view on one more than the other or you like them the same or uh, how do you feel about them. Go yeah, ahead. I absolutely love the Buffalo Bills this week. 
uh, against the Washington football team. It's going to be a little bit different scenario. We've talked glowingly about Tyler Henneke. The Bills' defense is playing a lot better. They decimated the Dolphins last week. Uh, I, I just see, and I talked about, I talked about what Daniel Jones did against this offense. I'm uh, sorry, this defense. I don't think the Washington football defense is playing particularly well. If you drafted them as a number one defense, uh, you may want to think about some other options. But I think the Bills are going to absolutely eat up the Washington football team in this particular ball game. Uh, last I looked, Wiz, was seven and a half, but I, I, I love the Bills uh, laying seven and a half points. Any other game I like, you know, we've talked about it a little bit uh, on the last podcast. Uh, Tom Brady doesn't like to have people in his face. Uh, they're going to be very excited to uh, hosting uh, the Super Bowl champions, the defending Super Bowl champions, but I see Aaron Donald having a very active game here. Gronk is going to be blocking a lot. Uh, I like the Rams at home one and a half to win this football game. I see a big game from Matthew Stafford throwing against this team. Those are the two games I love this week. The Bills laying seven and a half. The Rams getting one and a half. I like the Rams to win that football game. So uh, you mentioned love for the Bills. Do you, would you say you like the Bills like for two units or you like them both the same? No, I, I like the Bills for two units versus the Ram game. That's correct. Okay, excellent. I like four games. Uh, I'm, uh, three I like, and one is my best bet of the day. So let's start with the three that I like first. I like the Browns. Uh, length seven, seven and a half. It's not going to matter. I don't believe. I think they're going to win this game comfortably. Um, from a defensive standpoint, they don't have the same kind of pass rush that the bank. I mean, they have a much stronger pass rush than the Bengals do. I think that's going to cause havoc. I think Miles uh, Garrett is going to is going to wreck havoc in this game. Uh, and I think playing Tyrod Taylor last week is going to kind of give them a very good preview of what to come. And offensively, Cincinnati's offensive line is probably one of the Worst three in the league, while the Browns offensive line is probably one of the top three. I think they're going to ground and pound, play action, and I really like the Browns um, laying seven or seven and a half. That's one. I like the Ravens and the Lions game to go under 50 and a half points. Uh, I just think the Ravens are going to just run and run and run all day. And I think the Lions have a pretty good offensive line, too. It's the best part of their team. And I think they are going to also run and not try and get into the type of game where um, Jared Goff is going to have to throw the ball over and over again. So I think I like under 50 and a half. I think the Ravens, after that emotional win against Kansas City, could kind of play a sleepy game, if you will, against the Ravens, against uh, against the Lions, a 1 o'clock start. So I'm going to go under 50 and a half there. Uh, my third game is a game that, I, you know, you mentioned earlier you didn't pick but you kind of talked about it i'm going to take the Chargers plus six and a half against kansas city i think you know Chargers defense is better uh than it's been the last few years certainly last year because of injuries i'm a little concerned that bosa is going to miss the game but i still think the Chargers can do enough to cover the six and a half and then my best game of the week is the miami dolphins are going to go into the raiders and they are going to win that game uh, I know they're getting three and a half or four, but they're going to win that game outright. This is a terrible matchup for the Raiders. The one thing that disrupts Derek Carr and the one thing that causes him problems is when he gets off his mark and feels pressure and the Dolphins pass rush comes with that blitz. I think they're going to make Derek Carr uncomfortable. It's not what he does best. And um, I think the Dolphins, even with Jacoby Brissett in there, are going to come in there 
and they are going to win the game on the road against the Raiders. Miami Dolphins, my best play of the day. That's a double unit game for me. Yeah, that's an interesting one, Wiz, because, you know, the Raiders are coming here with a lot of momentum, right? Like, everybody's talking about the way Carr has been playing. Uh, last year, you remember that wild, wild game uh, in December. Uh, I want to say it was uh, final score was like 26-25. There was a couple of wacky, wacky plays. It's interesting. Derek Carr has played against the Dolphins like three or four times. Never passed for more than one touchdown in any of those games. So, I mean, this is a different Dolphin team, obviously, uh, with a much better defense. Uh, I think it's an interesting call, especially with the backup quarterback there. Uh, definitely against the grain, because I think uh, most people I talk to are, are looking at the Dolphins as being uh, uh, basically uh, a, a, chance, a very good opportunity for the Raiders to go 3-0 and here. So I think you're going against the grain a bit here. I, I'm not going to fight it, because to me it looks like a sucker line with the, with the Raiders as well. Uh, so I think it's a good pick. I think it's an interesting pick as well. Yeah, when everyone likes the zig, I like the zag. And if those people say, well, they went into Pittsburgh and they won in the Pittsburgh, he has a great defense and a great pass rush. Yeah, but let's remember, T.J. Watt missed most of that game. They didn't have their best player on defense. Miami's defense is going to get after Derek Carr, and they're going to win that game outright. That's my view, and I feel strongly about that one. Let's get into the player props. How many do you have this week? I have six, Wiz. Wow, six. I have four. Okay, six. Let's get to them and, uh, you know, tell us if you like any or prefer any of the others, uh, you know, any of uh, the ones you like over the others or if you like them all the same. So uh, let's see what you got this week. Yeah, I have one two unit and every, everything else is going to be one unit. So so the first one, uh, let's let's look at, I talked about Daniel Jones and what, you know, J- Jason Garrett kind of woke up and definitely moved Jones around the pocket. We saw what Jalen Hurts did against the Eagles in week one. He had 62 yards rushing, 26 and a half yards rushing total for Daniel Jones over. And I think they're going to keep moving him out of the pocket because that's the most successful thing to do when your offensive line is not that good. I know the Atlanta Falcons aren't necessarily the trademark for one of the greater defenses in the NFL right now, but nonetheless, I think they're going to keep this moving, keep that uh, keep that optionality involved in the offense. I love the over for Daniel Jones, 26 and a half yards. Uh, Robert Woods basically gets a rush at least every single game. And if we're taking Daryl Henderson potentially away or we're going to get a less of a version of Daryl Henderson with that rib injury, you can rest assured that Robert Woods is running for more than one and a half yards. I absolutely love the play. One and a half, yard, one and a half yards rushing over Robert Woods. I love that. Kyle Pitts I talked about against the Giants already. 54 and a half yard total. I think he's going to be very involved in this game. He's going for at least 80 yards in this game. So I love the over 54 and a half for Kyle Pitts. My play of the week, we got a banged up uh, Amari Cooper. You got no Michael Gallup. 79 and a half yards receiving for CeeDee Lamb. That is my double pick of the week, Wiz. A two unit pick. I love CeeDee Lamb this week against the Eagles. I'm going to keep playing Trey Edmonds until the until the player's line is is properly adjusted. 76 and a half the over on total yards receiving and rushing. James Conner stinks, Wiz, okay? He's the better running back here. Just keep going with that Chase Edmonds over 76 and a half against a bad Jaguars defense. And the last one Wiz, I talked about Tyreek Hill. The line is six and a half receptions. Only once he's gone over 5, I'm going under Tyreek Hill receptions at six and a half. Very interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I looked at all of them. You know, none of them were strong at. But the more you're talking about, the, 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 the more you talked about it, the one that I really like that you mentioned is the Robert Woods one. 
for the reasons you mentioned, and I'll give you another one, the way to really attack that Tampa Bay defense who's so quick and their linebackers are so athletic is to kind of run plays against the grain. And I could see Robert Woods on one of those jet sweeps where they're faking it to the running back and they're giving it to Woods going the other way. Um, I like that one. I may join you on that one. Actually, the more I think about it, the more I like that one. So uh, it's not that I'm against or I have a different view on the ones you would pick, but uh, the Robin Woods one, the more I think about it, the more I like. So I'll probably join you on that one. So very good. And I have four. Uh, let's get right to it. Uh, I have four, and they're all, you know, as far as I'm concerned, one-unit plays. I like them all. There's none uh, that I love. Like, I loved Derrick Henry last week. But I like all four of these. One I mentioned, I'm going Damian Harris under 59 and a half yards rushing. I think for him to get 60 yards rushing, he's going to have to get somewhere close to 18 carries. The game script against the Jets where they were able to run in the entire second half is not going to be like that against the Saints. I think it'll be a close game. The Saints' rush defense has been tremendous. So I'm going under Damian Harris 59 and a half yards rushing. I love Austin Eckler over 97 and a half yards total offense. I think he could do it in a myriad of ways. He could do it with volume. He could do it where he catches long passes. I'm loving uh, Eckler over 97 and a half yards rushing. Number three is A.J. Brown over 72 and a half yards receiving. Just the connection hasn't been there. He's getting the targets, and I figure he's going to get close to 10 targets a game. He's going to hit on some big plays. A.J. Brown over 72 and a half yards rushing. And I have a Monday night special as well, just like you do. I love, love um, quarterback Hurts to go over. Jalen Hurts over 52 and a half yards rushing. The one game he started last year against the Cowboys, he had like nine rushes for close to 70 yards rushing. Mika Parsons was talking about how Jalen Hurts is next on his hit list and how he ruined the game last week uh, for Justin Herbert, and that's fine. He may get he may get Jalen Hurts on a couple of those rushes, but let me tell you what else is going to happen. He's going to overrun some of those plays. He's going to get blocked out of the out of the play, and Jalen Hurts is going to take off and run. And they're only going to need a few of those runs, I think, to hit that over. So Jalen Hurts is my Monday night special over fifty two and a half yards rushing. All right, I love it. Uh, you know, and look, Hurts has Hurts has been very successful at rushing football. I remember that game. I think that, if I'm not mistaken, between the Arizona game and the Dallas game last year, back to back, right? Jalen Hurts just absolutely went phenomenal. Two phenomenal efforts in both of those games. So I definitely will not fight you on either of those. And I agree with you, AJ Brown. I think there's a number of people that are, you know, after two weeks, are really frustrated with him. Uh, but, you know, again, the targets have been there. Just Tannehill and him just a little bit off. And, uh, you know, this, this is a good test. Uh, by the way, is Xavier Rhodes playing for um, – is Xavier Rhodes playing for Indianapolis in this particular game? Do you know? I didn't see what the final injury report was uh, was on him. Um, during the week, he, all of these guys are listed as questionable, so I didn't really see what the final injury report was. But I know that uh, that will be a big one. Yeah, but by the way, Stafford just absolutely – you know, chewed up. You know, we know we know what kind of game Cup had in this particular game, but yeah, I, I like that play a lot. AJ Brown is not going to stay quiet forever, folks. Just not going to happen. 
Yeah, so uh, we shall see. That's <clears throat> that's it for me. How about you? Yeah, well, that's all. That's all good. Um, you know, excited for football. Like I said, excited for the Ryder Cup. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Uh, excited about that. Definitely feeling a little bit more like fall. So uh, yeah, I'm super super pumped up about a uh, a big week of football. And uh, like I said, the Ryder Cup as well. So excellent job, Wiz, as always. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribing. Wiz, enjoy the weekend, and uh, we will talk about everything. I guess we'll be talking about Monday Night Football next, yeah? You got it, yeah.